Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great time today. We're going to be talking about getting back to maybe what the roots are of the program. And I didn't mention this to my guest. When we started, we were called The Social Light, and we talked specifically about issues that dealt just with using social media. And I see I need to tweak my camera settings here. I'm just going to keep going while I do this. Um, but it's, um, it's, it's one of those things where we're going to be talking about how to use social media as a tool for your marketing, as actually a primary tool for your marketing. Wow, isn't that amazing? Um, and so there we go. I'm back. I'm not hey, fuzzy anymore. <laughs> Gotta love technology, you know, and, and it's funny because I did look softer and all of those things, but a little too soft, right? Mm. Um, but so, um, you know, it's, it is one of those things where we have been using social media to market our business, but now I think even more so because of the pandemic, we need to, to really think about how we can use social media and in particular, Facebook, to market ourselves. And so I've got a great guest today. So please join me in welcoming Richard Fletcher to our program today. Welcome, Richard. Hey, thank you for having me on, Deb. Great. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you. So the driving force of Richard Fletcher's desire to make money without working too hard is sheer laziness. And I got to love that you admit that. Plus the love of interacting with all types of people. Richard loves to spend time with his wife and cats, and prior to his life as a coach, has been a professional gambler, a dating coach, and a volunteer in a pet rescue center. However, when Richard finally found his niche, his earnings exploded in a short space of time. So again, please welcome Richard Fletcher, an online coach who's helped people to get their $20,000 of business within a week or two just by tweaking their social media. So Richard, this is, is going to be great. Um, we really are going to have so much fun. You've got quite the background, and I always love asking my guests how they got to where they are today and discovered that this is their passion. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, well, if I went into enough detail, we'd go in through the full hour now. But honestly, right, right. It, was, it was really... Especially a professional before... gambler. Holy schmoly. <laughs> well, uh, it didn't say I was a good professional gambler. You know, there's, oh, a, reason hey, not, there's a reason I'm still not doing it. But I, mean, I, did, it, <laughs> I did it. But it was more like... It was, it's like it was, it was gambling, but it's more like... Uh, mm -hmm. You can do a version of um, similar to kind of buying and selling on the stock market, mm -hmm. but with sports betting odds, okay. um, which I won't go into the details of, you know, <laughs> but you can do that. And I did that for about a year, but I found out I got to the point, it was really good when I started off in the summer of like 2013, mm -hmm. but then as winter came and there's mm -hmm. like fewer things to bet on, um, mm -hmm. uh, especially like horse racing stuff, you know, mm -hmm. who wants to go to a horse race in, in winter. Uh, and it's just like my earnings dropped off and I got to the point where I got to like the end of the year and I was just like... Phew, 
I'm earning what's essentially a rubbish wage here mm-hmm. to be sat here stressed for nine hours a day, staring at two screens, mm-hmm. not talking to anyone all day, just right. basically talking to my cat and mm-hmm. going slightly crazy. I was like, yeah, yeah, they, they don't really talk about it. There's occasional meow, but that's about it. You know? mm-hmm. um, I mean, they don't disagree with me either, which is a plus. So then I went and got a job and I was like, but my, the place I got to here where I'm actually coaching people on how to do this stuff was Mm -hmm. it was all born out of my desire. When I came back from, I went on a world tour after uni and I came back in like 2003 after traveling. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, how can I work for myself? I don't want to be stuck in some boring corporate office. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that if you enjoy it, but I think most Mm -hmm. people don't, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just about finding what's right for you. I think most people don't enjoy going to corporate, even more so in America with the cubicles and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff, which is, Maybe isn't a thing anymore, you know, given where no, we're at right cubicles. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, it's cubicles. Yeah. Well, you've got your, a cubicle in your office at home instead. But um, it's, it's like I didn't want to go to some corporation doing work that I wasn't passionate about, mm-hmm. wasn't really interested in, sit there for four hours in meetings at a time, looking at the clock going, when's it going to be over, mm-hmm. and looking forward to five o'clock, and then getting drunk on the weekends, and then depressed on Sunday night because the weekend's over, and then start mm-hmm. all again on Monday, you know. I was like, then look forward to the you know two to four weeks of holiday you might get a year, mm-hmm. and it's like spend the rest of the time just kind of wishing time away. I'm like, is that how I want to spend sort of like 40 mm-hmm. years of my life? Not really. So I spent probably... Of 10 years doing all kinds of different businesses and schemes and some of them get rich quick schemes and all kinds of nonsense before I actually found something that worked well for me. And the first thing that worked quite well was when I became a dating coach mm. where I was just, it's completely, I found it. I went to, there's a um, motivational speaker who's sadly no longer with us called Sean Stevenson. Mm. Um, I think he died last year actually. And I went to his seminar in 2014 called Sean Stevenson's 10K Speeches, all about how he gets um, 10K or more per speech that he does all mm. over America and how to do the same yourself. So I went to that. And one lunchtime, I was having a conversation with a lady about relationships, the, tr- the troubles that men have connecting with women and vice versa. And I was just kind of like, just give my opinion and just having a chat. I'm just like, you should be teaching this to people. You should be teaching this to guys. They don't really know a lot of this stuff. I was like, really? Just little old me? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Anyway, as, as it happened, she had an ulterior motive because she was a business coach and she helped me get set up and teach me how to kind of like find clients online and start a business. And that's where I started. And I did that for a few years, but mm-hmm. then um, I ended up, uh, I met my wife and we got married and I just got to the point where I was like, I'm kind of bored with helping men, um, like same old guys with same old problems. Mm-hmm. And I found that I was in a lot of groups online talking about online marketing mm-hmm. and on Facebook talking about online marketing and how to make sales and stuff. And before I knew it, I was like, I'll start my own Facebook group. This was like two years ago in June. Mm-hmm. Um, I start my own Facebook group where I could just talk about my own stuff and not disagree with the owner and not get kicked out of the group. I could do whatever I wanted. And then a couple of months after starting a group, it got quite over a thousand people. And I realized that people needed more help than I could give them just mm-hmm. for free in like Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. So I started a course and that's grown. And here we are today having this conversation. Cool. So a bit, of a bit of a random ride. I never intended right. to get to this point where mm-hmm. I am now, but here we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I love about that is you kept doing things until you found what worked for you. Right. Um, you know, and, and you tweaked it along the way. And, and I think that's, you know, so many small business owners, they think, well, this, whatever this is, is what I have invested in. This is what I put my blood, sweat, mm. and tears into. And we, we hate to let it go, um, you know, and, and even if it's not working. I mean, and mm. that's kind of the sad part. Or more importantly, if it's working, what do we need to do to improve it? I mean, you know, that's, mm. that's the other thing, too, is we don't always stop and think, okay, it's working right now. 
but what's it going to be doing in six months? Or what's going to happen if, oh, say a pandemic hits? Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, yeah. Yeah. I mean- and so people continually need to be, be reviewing things. And I love that, that you really focus on online. And we were chatting before um, we started the, the recording that now more than ever, we can't go out and about. And it doesn't matter if you're here in the United States, if you're in the UK like you, if you're wherever in the world, we're pretty much stuck at home. You know, and, and even for people who are going back into, say, a true office, they're not going out. They're not doing a lot of things. Um, you know, we're not going to networking meetings. And even if we are, it's very different, um, you know, and, and, and I mean, I, I haven't even heard of people that are doing conferences and we're, you know, and, and, you know, there are people doing networking things, but yeah, they are very different. So we're having to switch to really marketing our products, our services online. And I think so many people are finding, hey, I like this. This is not a bad day. I can mm. do this in my jammies. Um, you know, <laughs> right? The, the whole, you know, okay, what are you wearing for Zoom? Well, we got this top and then we got shorts and flip-flops on, right? Oh, yeah, you, you don't want to see what's below the camera. There, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, we don't want to see those things. And of course, when we're just marketing on, on Facebook. We really can be in our jammies. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, you've developed this system that, that really helps people to, to do this. In, and what I love is we're not talking sitting at your computer for eight hours a day going typey, 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 typey. Mm. This is not something that, that takes forever. So kind of tell us a little bit about it because you call it the magic sauce. So first, what the heck is magic sauce? <laughs> well, the magic sauce is actually, that's the name of my Facebook group. So if anyone's curious to know more, it's called the magic sauce for online marketing. Go and search on Facebook. You're welcome to join. It's like, I think it's about 5,600 people in there. So at the moment, anyway, um, but the magic sauce is a name I came up with when, you know, when I said back in June, two years ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. what's the name of my group going to be? And I literally mm-hmm. thought about, well, what would be a cool thing for like a business? I was like, well, right. what, what's the, what's the thing that separates mm-hmm. a good business from another one? I'm mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like the magic sauce. What's right. the unique thing about them? Mm-hmm. So I called it the magic sauce for online marketing. I put, mm-hmm. uh, I have to admit, I put about 10 seconds of thought into it. But it works. <laughs> but it's still there now. <laughs> you know, isn't um, it fun but, when, when you do that? You're like, okay, well, this works. Yeah. 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 Normally I spend about like four weeks and come up with mm-hmm, nothing. You know? mm-hmm. um, but the actual process I've come up with, the name of my program is called the ecosystem. And it's about creating an ecosystem on Facebook where okay. essentially it's a bit like if you try, you know, when like you, you see like the strong man trying to pull a truck mm-hmm. and he's got like a rope and at first he puts in loads and loads of effort right? Uh, or her, you know, I don't want to be a massive mm-hmm. sexist here, but you know, mm-hmm. I suppose right. a strong woman could pull a truck too. Oh yeah, too, women but, can do no. that too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't want loads of people at my door with burning pitchforks, uh, you know, kind of a sexist, <laughs> sexy, awful sexist pig here. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. So a strong person is there with, with his or her truck. God, it's exhausting. Um, and he's like, you don't get much movement at first. And after a bit, mm-hmm. they start to get a momentum. They go, right. they move it like this. And then they just kind of plod through and, and mm-hmm. then it just keeps on moving what's well, kind mm-hmm. of what the ecosystem is about you need mm-hmm. to put in a bit of effort up front where you've got zero brand nobody knows who you are but once you've got that effort and people start knowing who you are and start mm-hmm. liking your content well you just start put out a regular amount of content that's not a crazy amount mm-hmm. um what you'll find is that 
you build up fans who like to follow your stuff, but mm-hmm. then those fans recommend other people to follow you. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, you've got to follow Deb. Her content's amazing. Mm-hmm. Then you get people coming to you and be like, oh, my friend Susan um, recommended me to follow you. You know, mm-hmm. can you help me with my business? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, okay, let's have a chat about it. So I've got numerous people who signed up to my highest level program who've been recommended by people who've not mm-hmm. even been my customer. They just follow my content. Mm-hmm. So you get this sort of snowball effect, um, which actually probably best now if I explain the specifics of how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the way I do it, it's, it's actually a really simple process in order to understand, but the specifics of how to implement it are kind mm-hmm. of how you live and die. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Facebook, on your personal feed rather than business page, mm-hmm. if you make one post per day, but not a post about your business, not like, you know, like a lot of people who join these MLMs, mm-hmm. who are like, join my right. team join my mm-hmm. team, join mm-hmm. my team like 15 times a day. Mm-hmm. You don't Here's what like you that. can get. Here's what you can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, new products out, you know, join mm-hmm. my team. You could mm-hmm. you know, become a distributor and you're like, I, I got it. I got it on mm-hmm. the first right. post. I, I got it on Monday and yeah. Yeah. I got it on the first hundred posts <laughs> you made on Monday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, it's, a, it's like unfollow, remove as a friend, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So what instead we want to do is Instead of a lot of people, like if you follow people like Gary V and people like that, and I do like Gary V, he's kind of inspirational, but he'll say things like, you need to be posting as much as possible. You need mm-hmm. to post, you know, seven times a day on Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook, whatever. And I'm like, I understand the principle of staying in front of your audience mm-hmm. and staying visible. But the problem for me is that the more often you post, the harder it is to keep the quality high. Mm-hmm. So my, my thing is more about, I would rather post less often Mm-hmm. but every post I make be as high quality as possible. Mm-hmm. So when people see my name in the newsfeed, they're mm-hmm. trained to be, to be like, this is going to be worth paying attention to. Mm-hmm. So I found the optimum out is if you can post once per day, mm-hmm. if I post less than that now, I'll probably post three or four times a week. But when you start now, the first month post every single day for 30 mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. but make sure that post is quality. Um, make sure that you're giving out some kind of useful value. And we go into more detail of what value is because most people mm-hmm. screw that up. Uh, make sure you show some credibility. So these are people I've helped who are just like you. And you tell those mm-hmm. stories of people who you helped get results. So let's say you're a fitness coach. You help somebody maybe lose weight or build muscles or whatever mm-hmm. in a certain way where they tried everything before. They tried Zumba and P90X and Insanity and the Atkins diet and Slimming World and Weight Watchers and all those kind of diets and exercise plans that never got results. But they came to you and they got results. And here's why. Mm-hmm. That's going to get people in a similar sort of space who are like, well, I've tried everything. I don't believe it'll work for mm-hmm. me anymore to go, hmm. Maybe it could work for me this time. Mm-hmm. And what you find is that if you share one story of a person you helped, people are like, okay, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you share 10 stories, people are now like, wow, Deb gets results. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they either, and, and what happens is if they're ready for coaching and they want what, you know, they want the result that you're offering, they will, you don't have to say, message me right now if you want help. People figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they end up in your messenger inbox mm-hmm. and say, hey, Deb, um, can you help me with mm-hmm. my marketing or can you help me with whatever? And then you go through a process which I call filter and convert, which is simply filter out the ones who uh, they can't afford your coaching mm-hmm. or uh, you just don't like them or you can't help them or for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, you just don't want to work with them and then convert the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And if you know how to do that, well, let's say you have a high ticket program. Let's say you're mm-hmm. a coach who get some really valuable results. And let's say you have a program that's anywhere, say three, four, let's say 5K, you know, mm-hmm, 5K mm-hmm. is not a crazy amount of money these days. And you just sell one of those a week. That's basically 20K a month right there. And you're not, right. really, you're not really breaking sweat. You know, it's mm-hmm. much easier than like trying to sell, I don't know, 500 eBooks or 50 mm-hmm. eBooks, whatever it is at $47. Right. Yeah, 500 eBooks at $47 to get to get you 20K. I'm like, oh, don't fancy that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, 
you know, we'll talk about the difference between Facebook, personal Facebook business pages in in a second. But, you know, on our our personal pages, I mean, it is us. You know, it's Mm. not our company. That's what the business page is Mm. for. So, you know, you you have, you know, you, you talk about, you know, doing a business post. What about, you know... Because it is our personal page, how much personal things should we post? So, you know, do you post pictures of your cats, mm. you know, all those various things? Or do you kind of keep it strictly business? Mm. Uh, that's a great question. So I think everybody's got a decision to make mm-hmm. um, whether they want to use their personal profile for business or not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I spoke to, including clients who kind of they speak to me about it at first, then they get over kind of the mental hump of it. They're going, but all my friends and family. Right. On Facebook. And they want to see aff- the pictures of the cat, the grandkids, yeah, yeah. the whatever. It's, yeah. It's like, uh, I don't want to be offending them by posting about my business all the time and then mm-hmm. being like, oh God, you know, Rich is only interested in money or whatever, or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. they're going to think. I don't want to be annoying them with posts about the business that they don't care about. Um, and also, isn't it against the Facebook terms of service to promote your business on your personal yeah. feed? I'm like, well, actually it is against it, but it is against the terms of service to promote a business on your personal feed. Mm-hmm. But but there's kind ways of vague, to do it so that you yeah can exactly get there's ways that. to do mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. you'll very rarely see me say buy this now sign up here right the link. right instead mm-hmm. what i do is i talk tell stories about the people i've helped mm-hmm. and the moral of the story of that and i'll give you really useful stuff that you can go and use like i literally typed out posts where you follow these instructions and then you go and make a post doing that you'll mm-hmm. get 100 comments on your next post mm-hmm. and if people actually do it they come back and go wow that got that, that really worked mm-hmm. so that gives you goodwill that mm-hmm. gives people that gives you the kind of thing where people are like actually this guy's useful so I'm not going to go and report his profile to Facebook because I like mm-hmm. following his right, stuff. Right, right. Why I'm would miss I do out that? Mm-hmm. Stuff. Whereas if you just sit there going, I'm so great, buy my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to annoy people. And mm-hmm. that's when you get reported. That's when right. your profile gets shut down. But mm-hmm. back to the original point of, well, hang on a minute, all my friends and family are on there. What you find is that, let's say you've got 100, 200 friends and family on mm-hmm. there. Um, you'll add people who could be your ideal customer and you might get up to two or 3,000 friends. Uh, I recommend making maybe 90% of your posts about your business or okay. relevant to, you know, mm-hmm. the, really it's not about your business. It's about the person who's reading it. Right, it's about right. the reader who it's, is it's reading your post. It's not buy from me. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about you reading my post. You know, mm-hmm. you have to, be, you have to, what you want to do is, but you want them to see the post and get mm-hmm. what I call a feeling of recognition mm-hmm. where they go, ah, this is, ex- this is for me. You're, mm-hmm. you're talking exactly mm-hmm. about me here uh, rather than just whispering on about how great you are. I've been in business for 57 years and blah, 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 we've made this many sales. Like who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, like I said, there's a decision for everybody to make. Am I willing? Let's say I could say to you, Deb, um, next month you can make 20 grand by mm-hmm. posting daily on your Facebook personal feed, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to post a few less pictures of your cats or your husband or your kids or whatever. Um, I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, would you, are you, you know, is, is posting pictures of what you had for dinner last night worth 20 K a month to you? Right. I'm like, oh, right. maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it isn't. You know? mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and the harsh reality is, people don't always want to hear this, is mm-hmm. most people don't care about your personal posts anyway, unless right. they're particularly interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody cares. Uh, nobody cares. Like, oh, it's been a long day, and you post a picture of your glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Um, they care about their glass of red wine. You know, right. Similar mm-hmm. to the point I made a minute ago, really. They care about themselves. They don't care about mm-hmm. what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now maybe if you go on holiday and you share a few pictures people will care but only from mm-hmm. a point of view of, i was thinking of going there or i went to italy last year mm-hmm. um, let me tell you how great my holiday was you know mm-hmm. um now pictures of your kids um generally what i find is if i want to have conversations with my friends and share pictures of stuff i've done it's in a private mm-hmm. whatsapp group 
or mm-hmm. one-to-one on WhatsApp or maybe mm-hmm. on Messenger. I'm mm-hmm. not really doing it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If I share a personal post, it's either something something momentous like, you know, child has been born, just got married, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, which gets you loads of engagement, which is good for you anyway. Right, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or there's something, there's some sort of relevant story. So I'll tell a personal story. Like I'll, sometimes I'll post a picture of my cat, mm-hmm. but I'll find a way to make it relevant to my business. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that way it's kind of like people see the picture of the cat and like it and mm-hmm. go, Oh yeah, I've got a cat just like him, but you get the lesson for the business. So it's not just, mm-hmm. here's a picture of my cat. Right. So what? who cares? Mm-hmm. So it's about making that decision. Am I willing to get the good stuff out of the personal feed, but maybe mm-hmm. lose what I've got already of the pe- friends and family, you know? And if you look, I would say if you, if you think that your friends and family really value the posts you make, look through the last 20 posts you make and see mm-hmm. how many likes and comments they got. Right. And if you're getting hundreds of likes and comments in each mm-hmm. one, people love it. Then, Hey, Maybe it's right. valuable, but in general, most of the time I look at people's profiles and they're getting like, you know, three pity likes, you know, mm-hmm. you know I yeah. know you're coming off a mom, coming off a mom being like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, great post, Daniel. You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. So uh, are people loving it that much? No, mm-hmm. really? Right. Right. Um, so no, Got me on the soapbox here, Dad. Right. Yeah. And obviously, there are people who only use Facebook for personal use, and that's perfectly fine. You know, is, yeah. that was really why it was set up. It was, you know, set up mm. so that these little people in separate dorms could talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. You know, and that, boy, that was a. It seems like a long time ago. It really wasn't. Right, was um, it? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It was purely just for for personal use. And and there are certainly people who you know, and and you know, when we look through our feeds. We see people, I, it, it's funny, I, there are quite a few of the people that I'm friends with who I don't know what they do for a living mm. because they're only posting person, and that's fine. That is obviously how they have chosen to use it. Um, now, it, it, for people, it, it has led me to some conversations with people to say, hey, you know, tell me what you do out in the real world. And so we do it on direct message. We do, you know, things like mm. that. And so it's interesting because I've made some really great connections that way too. Um, you know, I've, I've looked at the pictures of say their dogs, we show dogs, you know, my husband and I, and so we are connected to a lot of other people who show dogs. Um, you know, and, and so they're, they're always just posting about their dogs. That's great. I love seeing those pictures, but a couple of times I will direct message somebody and say, okay, tell me what you do. Wow. That's what you do. I need to learn more about that. Hmm. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of an, an interesting thing. But, you know, the tricky thing also with our personal posts is, as you said, not only do people not always care, let's be honest, we can turn people off that way too. Mm. Um, you know, as we um, are, are, are recording this here in the United States, we're right in the middle of the big presidential campaign. Um, and I can't stand to even go on Facebook. You know, it's just, it is so icky from from all people posting about politics. Um, they hate stuff. They love stuff. I mean, all these various things. And it's just not what I want to see. Uh, you know, and, and so some people, the people that I know that that's all they're going to post about, I have done the unfollow for 30 days. That's okay. I mean, you know, I, and it doesn't mean I don't love them. It just means I don't want to see their political <laughs> posts. It means I'm uh, bored by them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's it, that is kind of one of those things that, that people really have to make a decision on is if you're going to post about personal, whatever it is, um, you know, you have to understand some people will be turned off by it. Um, I had a conversation with um, a, a chiropractor one time who, and this is, has been several years ago, he 
he posts a lot of, he's extremely conservative, extremely conservative. Um, and so that's a lot of what his posts were, whether it was, you know, very, very religious or very political in a, in a conservative way. And, and he said, you know, what do you think? Am I driving customers away? And I said, possibly, you know, I said, you, you very well might be doing that. And I said, but, you know, it, it comes back to who do you want to serve? Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, it's, it, it's, and so he, he continued to post. I mean, I, I ended up not following him just because it was the same stuff over and over again. I was like, eh, you know, I don't, I don't need to see that, but you know, it's, and, and so you have to realize, okay, are you chasing people away? And more importantly, are people going to look at what you're posting and go, okay, I'm not going to refer people to them because mm. of, of things like that. So, but again, personal decision. And there are some people that, you know, it's the most important thing for them in the world to be posting about college football. Okay. They're going to post about college yeah. football. You're just not going to make any sales. Right. You? right. You know, and, and so that's perfectly fine. Um, then I've, I've had other people say, well, I'll have two Facebook pages. Now that is, or personal pages that is against Facebook's yeah. rules. Um, and, and they will, find out Facebook's algorithms are really pretty smart, um, you know, and, and, and they might shut down both of your personal pages. So you don't want to do that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, like you said, you just have to figure out what, what you're there for. Mm. Absolutely. And I think and once you make that decision to go, I'm going to use this for business, mm -hmm. you stop making all the political mm -hmm. posts. You know, you stop, you stop talking about whether Trump's great or terrible mm -hmm. or what you think mm -hmm. about this case or that case or business, mm -hmm. what you think about coronavirus and stuff, because mm -hmm. it's about your business now. Mm -hmm. It's about putting food on the table. Right. And yet you can make the odd post about this kind of stuff. But generally, I don't share really strong political views. I barely share any political views because it's not about me. Right. My page isn't about me. It's mm -hmm. about you, the reader. It's mm -hmm. about how, how I can help your business. Mm -hmm. And if I start ranting on about coronavirus or Trump or whatever, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm just another bloke who's got an opinion. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you know what? There's only, there's only 8 billion of those around, you know, right. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. uh, nobody needs to hear another opinion about whether mm -hmm. Trump's great or not. We, we've heard all the opinions, mm -hmm. but right. wouldn't it be useful to see something? Uh, if I can, if you see something from me and it's like, it makes you laugh and it's entertaining and you're like, mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good story. And it told mm -hmm. you something useful about your business. You're like, right. you know what? I can go and use that. Mm -hmm. That's more useful than mm -hmm. yet another rant about the political situation. You're mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, that's, the 15th one I've seen in 16 posts right. I've on mm -hmm. Facebook today. Um, going back to what I said ago about offending your family, what I found is that some people won't like it. And that's kind of, you know, you will have that one whiny cousin who mm -hmm. you see once a year at family dues. who's like, mm -hmm. Oh, you're doing that business thing again. Oh, Oh, mm -hmm. I've only seen 16 posts from you this week. Have mm -hmm. you been quite, you know, have you been taking it easy or something? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, you've got to deal with that. And maybe those people can all follow you. And right. I don't really get any hassle from people, but if mm -hmm. occasionally people did say, say, hey, I don't mind. I know we're family, but I don't mind if you want to unfollow right. me so you don't see my post because it's about mm -hmm. business and I know it's not interesting for you. Mm -hmm. And if they want to do that, that's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. No, we can still be friends. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but what I often, what I found a lot, and I found this a lot with my clients as well, is that they find that people start coming out of the woodwork, like mm -hmm. friends of theirs who are on Facebook who never comment, mm -hmm. who are like, Oh, I, um, there's one of, there's one of mine who joined my, my copywriting course recently. She joined a couple of months ago. She's a painter. Mm. And she was like, how can I sell paintings on Facebook? And can mm -hmm. see how you can sell coaching. I was like, do, share some of the paintings that you've done. Right. Do it's some, a do visual. It. Yeah, it's a visual <laughs> thing. Yeah. So, so, but don't just say, Oh, painting for sale. Talk about 
some of the paintings you've done for other people mm-hmm. and how it's transformed certain right. rooms in a house. Talk about how they had guests around recently and those mm-hmm. guests commented on the amazing painting, how fabulous it was and where they could get one and how it's not, it's unlike anything they've seen before mm-hmm. in anyone's house. And it's not just like some boring Ikea thing where there's 10 million of them and everyone's mm-hmm. got them in the house. Now what or you the doing thing is, that's behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like that mass-produced thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mass-produced, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's like people come around and compliment and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's mass produced. But if you can have a story behind it, be like, oh, right. there's this, this little artist near mm-hmm. me and she's mm-hmm. only done 10 of these prints and I got one of them and I was so lucky and all that. It kind of makes you feel a bit cooler. So mm-hmm. it's like when you tell those stories about how I've got this unique thing, mm-hmm. um, people are going to read it and be like, oh, I want a cool, unique print in my house instead mm-hmm. of all the boring prints I've got up already. Mm-hmm. So she started putting content out like that and doing live videos over the mm-hmm. shoulder of her doing a painting from scratch. Ooh. which is explaining what she's doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what that does is that's great for credibility because nobody's going to be watching that and be going, okay, I'll do my mm-hmm. own prints. But it just shows she's, she knows what she's doing mm-hmm. here. Like, it's right. interesting to watch. And she said mm-hmm. that people have been stopping in the street, like people like you know, a couple, not randoms, but you know, like a couple uh-huh, of right. people she's she knows. Yeah. She's like, we didn't even know you were a painter. Mm-hmm. Oh, your stuff's absolutely brilliant. You know, mm-hmm. and the husband's like, can I buy three of these prints as well mm-hmm. while we're at mm-hmm. it? Um, that's the kind of stuff you'll get. You'll find that people are interested. I've got friends who uh, basically I go on a drinking holiday once a year with some boys. Uh, uh, no, like a year ago, one of them said to me like, Oh yeah, I follow all your stuff. I watch all mm-hmm. your live videos. You know, I'm not interested in it because he's in like a day to day job, but I'm interested right. in what you're doing. But it was still it's, interesting it's to him. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting to him because it's something different, mm-hmm. something different to all the political rants and, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, this team won at sport last night. Isn't that great or terrible? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, okay, brilliant. Who cares? Um, it's like, it's something different. So we follow it and want to see what's going on. So actually, you're providing a for so for some members of your family some friends you're providing a form mm-hmm. of value on the feeds because it's something different and some of mm-hmm. them will just hate it because mm-hmm. frankly some people will hate that you're doing anything to better your life right you know? oh yeah and, yeah those usually are family members but that's a yeah, totally different know, conversation yeah. like like a no, no this is your place down here on the yeah. ladder don't try and get up here i'm here mm-hmm. you're here okay yes, stay, yes. Where? Mm-hmm. stay in your box please mm-hmm. right yeah yeah it's, that's the, definitely stay in your box you know and of course, the other important thing as we're doing this is that then, as you said, you know, we're getting other people engaged. So like right. your artist, you know, the coolest thing is when somebody else posts on her page about one of her paintings. Um, I did this just yesterday about my dog. It was very funny. Mm. Um, we had commissioned a piece of art about uh, uh, of, of our dog several years ago. He's a show dog, but, you know, he's, he was far more our pet than the show dog thing. Um, and they lost the order. We forgot about it. Now, obviously, we hadn't paid a lot of money for it. And they contacted me a month or so ago and said, oh, my gosh, we <laughs> found your order. And we, and we discovered that we had never done this. And they said, would you still like to do it? And I said, well, he's actually passed away. So this will be a very cool memento. Long story short, found the picture, got it to him. We got it yesterday. Wow. And it is, it's phenomenal. You'll have to go to my Facebook page and, and see. I mean, it's very cool. But there have already been, let's see, let me just look here. Where's, where's oh, you know, I have the new Facebook and ugh, I don't like it. I, can, I can't even find my own stuff. Um, and, uh, but, but yeah, so I posted this picture. Of course, I tagged them. That was the important thing was that I, I tagged the artist in it. And I said, you know, it was great that they found this old order. They fulfilled it. It's beautiful. Um, so let's see, I posted this last night. It already has 158 likes, you know, loves all those things, 38 comments. I mean, you know, and, and so, but the important thing is because I tagged them and I told them I was going to do this. 
people are now going to them to say, oh my gosh, we saw this. We want you to do something for our pet also. You know, so whatever your business is, that's the greatest form of, of oh, advertising yeah. that's there. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, they could, they could use that. So if I was that business, I'd be going, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to use, you know, the snipping tool or take a screenshot right. on my phone or whatever, mm-hmm. cut out your post mm-hmm. and then say, Hey, do you mind if I use this? Right. Mm-hmm. And then, then use that as the image in my own post to say, this is what people are saying about me. So, yep. you know, this person came to us and actually mm-hmm. I'd probably start it off. Um, quick tip for your readers. If they want, if they want to create posts that are more engaging that make people want to read, mm-hmm. start your post off with what I call an open loop. Uh, you know what an open loop mm. is, Deb? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, so you're, it's like, you're, you're generating discussion is the long story. Right. Mm. Yeah. So the open loop is like, it's like a, I think it comes from an NLP term. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's what soap operas do every single episode, you know, where right. the guy, the, the guy, uh, the woman walks in the mm-hmm. bedroom to see her husband in bed with her sister. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh my God, what the, you know, and then, uh, and then, end but, of episode. <laughs> it's like, like you have to, you have to watch out, you know, I have to mm-hmm. watch tomorrow to find out what's mm-hmm. going to happen. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, hmm. spoiler alert, she's going to get annoyed and start shouting and throwing things. You know, I can mm-hmm. tell you that. But it's, uh, that's kind of what you do in your opening thing. So instead of mm-hmm. um, what a lot of posts do is uh, you see this a lot with like these motivational coach, mm-hmm. inspirational mm-hmm. posts. They say things, they start their posts off with things like, you've got to be the change you want to see in the world. You've got to be authentic to be a success in business. And it's like, blah, blah, well, blah. first of all, very bland. I've heard it a hundred times before. <laughs> well, secondly, I don't need to read the rest of your post because I already know what the whole thing's about. Right. Where so I already know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. You tell you say you've got to be the change you want to see in the world. The rest of the post mm-hmm. is going to be about how you can't sit at home moaning about the state mm-hmm. of the world. You've got to get mm-hmm. out there and you've got to make changes. And then people are going to see what you're doing. And they're going to be inspired. And blah, blah. It's like I already know this stuff. You know, I first heard mm-hmm. this stuff when I was about 20 years old. It's mm-hmm. not new anymore. It's not exciting. But if you started off the post about say uh, the company who did your dog, mm-hmm. uh, and they started off with. So, so, so we made, so you, you could start the post off with, so we made the screw up of all screw ups recently, full mm-hmm. stop. Next line. Then you'd be reading that going, what right, was the screw Oh screw my up? gosh, they're admitting mm-hmm. they screwed yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, a bit of controversy, that kind of like juicy story. Not, no, if you started it off with like, so, uh, yet another great customer success for us, you're going to be like, okay, well, Here's someone bragging about I know, because we're always going to talk about our successes, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, right, okay, well, you know, you want to hear some juicy gossip, you want to hear something bad that mm-hmm. happened, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. let's hear the gossip, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you, want, you know, it's, it's like if you hear, if a friend says, oh, you'll never guess who cheated on who, mm-hmm. you can't help yourself, no matter how enlightened right. you are. I know, we look at the train wrecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, who was it? Was it? Mm-hmm. Was, was it these? Was it this person? Mm-hmm. No. Was it this person? No. Was it this mm-hmm. person? No. It's like, no. We, we just can't help. You want to find who it was mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same here like what was the screw or what was a controversial thing mm-hmm. it's the open loop it's where you open a question in your reader's mind that can only be answered by them continuing to read mm-hmm. um, now you don't want to do that in every single post because that then it in of itself becomes mm-hmm. predictable people start to feel manipulated like oh deb's doing that open loop thing again where mm-hmm. she's uh, where she teases me with the answer well, right i'm not, like, not yeah, going to yeah, read whatever. it this time deb you're not having not filming me this time mm-hmm. um but yeah you do that you you do that in general you'll mm-hmm. be amazed how much more entertaining and interesting your posts get. Uh, mm-hmm. What I think with most posts on Facebook and Instagram and any platform you like is people read the first line, maybe the mm-hmm. second, and then they scroll on by. Right. So you could be posting your best stuff. You could be posting like really brilliant stuff mm-hmm. in the rest of your posts, but no one's seen it anyway. Mm-hmm. People wonder why they get no engagement, no mm-hmm. sales, no whatever. Right. Well, and you know, and Facebook truncates the post. Um, exactly, you know, yeah. I'm looking at at one that you did yesterday, and it's got you know three sentences and then see more. 
you know, exactly. a, you have to have really gotten somebody's attention with those first three sentences before they're ever going to click see more. Hmm. So this one itself didn't get loads of engagement because mm-hmm. not, you know, there's different That's types of posts that I know are going to get more. I got, got a, you know, like 26, mm-hmm. 26 reactions in 11 comments. But mm-hmm. I started off with, you can be good at sales, but screw up by not seeing the current trends in your industry. So that's that's going after a very specific kind of person. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, my and a, a lot of a lot of being able to make sales. You know, mm-hmm. it, does, it doesn't matter whether you're a plumber or mm-hmm. whether you're a business coach or whatever. You've got to understand who you're talking to and what their specific situation is. So I'm not aiming at everyone who wants to be a success right. in business. Mm-hmm. People who go to my highest level program typically mm-hmm. are people who have businesses already. Mm-hmm and have some sort of program and making sales mm-hmm. or just know they could do it better. For example, I did a post recently about a client of mine who came to me, like, I think it was actually towards the end of last year. She mm-hmm. was, she, she had a program. She was, you know, she was already doing over 10 K a month in sales, mm-hmm. doing well, uh, run businesses for years, but she was only converting at 10% on a sales call. So I mm-hmm. talked about why she was doing that and how I got up to 40% within a couple of days of talking mm-hmm. to me. Um, and how, you don't have to follow the standard sales processes of like batter your you know, batter the person to submission. Like it's like a gladiatorial mm-hmm. thing and you have to right. win against them. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a different way you can do it, especially if you're introverted and you don't like doing the hardcore sales stuff, which a lot mm-hmm. of people don't, it doesn't all have to be this alpha male chest beating guru, you know, mm-hmm. hardcore, hard, the hardcore closer, mm-hmm. all that kind of nonsense. I made a post about that. Uh, that kind of stuff doesn't get loads of mm-hmm. likes or comments, but the kind of person I'm aiming at, is in that position where they go, ah, right. Everyone else is saying I need to be this sort mm-hmm. of chest beating alpha male, but you're saying I can do it another way. Well, that right. post generated someone in my, in my inbox going, yeah, I've been thinking about this sales thing mm-hmm. recently and I hate the way everyone else is telling me to do mm-hmm. it. Can we have a chat about it? That person then becomes a client. Mm-hmm. So it's about you know, this post here. You can be good at sales, but screw up by not seeing the current trends in your industry. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody who considers themselves to be reasonably good at sales who's already at a certain point in the business might read that and go, hmm, maybe he can take me to the next right. level. Those right. are the kind of people going, well, I want to work with. What are the current trends? And yeah, I, but I don't exactly. have time to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. So then they might get curious and go, well, mm-hmm. hmm, is my, con- is my content Mm-hmm. good but not seeing the current trends and mm-hmm. i'm on the wrong side of a trend and i'm becoming you know like i say in the post you're the embarrassing uncle dancing at a wedding you think you're mm-hmm. a, you think you're on the cutting edge but you're just everyone's laughing at right. you and you don't even know it mm-hmm. well that then makes you think oh i wonder if it's me mm-hmm. then they might end up in my inbox and go okay mm-hmm. well can you tell me more can we have mm-hmm. a chat so those sort of posts generate leads mm-hmm. um but that first line of you can screw up by not seeing the current trends in the industry makes you go well am i screwing yeah. up am i you know? mm-hmm. and it makes you want to carry mm-hmm. on reading mm-hmm. Right. And, and you're not saying you are screwing up because then people no, exactly. are like, well, no, I'm not. Yeah, you know, exactly. that's, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. So I never, some basic rules I go through, uh, and sometimes you break them down again, but right. general, I mean, sometimes I, it gets people's attention to do yeah, that. But, mm-hmm. but generally, generally the rules I go through, go through is I, uh, I never, I try never to say anything that's going to make my audience defensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and if you know those kind of things, it's like, listen up, loser. You need to pay attention if you're right. going to make a success in your business. Nobody it just wants makes to read defensive. that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to scroll the Facebook feed mm-hmm. and feel like they're being told off by mm-hmm. their mum, you know, when they're eight. Right. <laughs> it's like there's enough of that anyway. Curfew, you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people do this mm-hmm. um, because they want to come across as this like tough coach who's got it all mm-hmm. together, who knows what they're doing. But really, they're just like it's just like annoying to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead, I try. I try never to make you wrong. You might be doing the wrong things, mm-hmm. but you did them for the right reasons. Right. You might, be do- you might be doing the wrong things because you followed coaches 
Mm-hmm. who said, okay, you need to spend 5K a month on sending people to a webinar and then taking calls off the back of that. And then you've been spending your 5K a month and just getting rubbish people on the back who've got no mm-hmm. money, who are never going to sign up. And you're like, right. what's going on? Yeah. Well, I could be like, why are you doing this, moron? Or I could mm-hmm. just be like, look, you've been doing this uh-huh. and you followed, the, you followed the program diligently and it didn't work. Here's mm-hmm. why. And I explain exactly why it didn't work and what to do mm-hmm. instead. Now I've got the person on side, but I never once mm-hmm. said that they were wrong or they were stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things. I, know, I never try to make someone wrong. Um, and I never try to tell people what to do either. Uh, so I never say, you need to do this. Right. So instead, I might say, if you want to get this, resu- this mm-hmm. kind of result, you could do this, or you mm-hmm. could do this, or you yeah, could do that. Yeah, consider doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I say, if you take this path, Mm-hmm. This is what's likely to happen for most mm-hmm. people. If you take this path, this is what's going to happen. Or you could take this path and this mm-hmm. is what happens. By the way, my, you know, this, is, this path is the path that involves you giving me money for coaching. Um, you know, like my previous clients, Emily and Beth and mm-hmm. Susan, mm-hmm. Jim or whatever, you know, they, did, they did this and mm-hmm. here's where they were at after one month. Here's mm-hmm. where we're at now. But the moral of the story is da-da-da. So what I do mm-hmm. is um, I... I call them statements of credibility. I throw in these little lines of credibility mm-hmm. for how I've helped people who are mm-hmm. just like the person reading, but I don't mm-hmm. just go, aren't I so great? Another great result for me. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's kind of like I'm telling stories or saying, here's how you can do this. And then using clients of mine to illustrate the point. In a, mm-hmm. So it's like using a real example. Here's how this happened for my client. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're getting the message oh, this guy isn't just blowing off steam. He mm-hmm. gets results for people just like me. So right. you see enough stories like that over time, eventually you're going to be like, I should probably send this guy a message because mm-hmm. I was, you know, oh, I know this guy's expensive and I wasn't planning mm-hmm. to spend like, you know, seven and a half K on coaching or whatever, mm-hmm. but I really need his help. Ooh, go on, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I get people in my inbox who've been following me, who's like, been following me for a year or longer, mm-hmm. who are like, okay, I'm now ready. Mm-hmm. And I don't always know what caused them to fall off the fence mm-hmm. now, but it doesn't matter. But that's kind of what the great thing about mm-hmm. this method. Uh, it's not a one. Sh- it's not like running an ad where it's a one shot deal, right? Um, give or take. Obviously, I know you got retargeting, but every time mm-hmm. you're spending money, it's like you know that I, it, I'm not bothered if one post doesn't do well or people mm-hmm. don't. I don't get any leads off one post or mm-hmm. one post doesn't do well engagement because I come back tomorrow with something else. Mm-hmm. And over time, it's like weight of numbers mm-hmm. eventually causes people to sign up. Right. And it's that consistency, you know, and Mm. and I think that's one of the things that, that always catches people is we all want the quick fix, Mm. you know, and, and so that's why many times people are like, okay, we're going to run an ad. We're going to run a Facebook ad. We're going to run a LinkedIn ad. We're going to, you know, do whatever. And, you know, and, and, and they target it to a huge number because you know when you when you ask somebody who's their audience they'll tell you everybody which is of yeah. course the most wrong thing they could say um and you know and and so you know they might target it to to you know 10,000 people you know that's and that's a very conservative number especially on Facebook oh, yeah. but, you know they're going to target a huge number so not only because they didn't target it is it really not going to be seen by people because you know the unless you're going to spend a major amount of money it's not going to be seen by a lot of people. You know, that's if you've got a limited budget, you really need to do a Facebook ad that is very, very targeted so that the right people see it. But you know, they think, well, we're we're going to you know, we're going to dump five grand in this one ad. It's going to be seen by a million people. Well, most of those million people were not your audience. They're not going to buy from you. They don't they don't care about it. So they scrolled right on past. <laughs> Several of them you might have annoyed, especially if you know if it appeared in their in you know in their their Facebook feed numerous times. They're like no, and then of course Facebook will ding them for that. 
you know, and, 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 and then when that one ad does not work, they go, well, now can't do this, can't do this again. Yep. So, you know, that's where what you're talking about is so successful. It's the, it's like you, like you said at the very start, you know, the pulling of that weight, it's the slow and steady and you're mm. not going to see huge results right away. I mean, yeah, there, there could be the fluke every once in a while where it just yeah. hits the right person at the right time. It's the old case, but generally, yeah, right, it takes, right. it takes yeah, a little you know, bit of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to take time and you have to keep doing it. You know, this isn't, let's, let's give it a sixth month try. No, this is something that you need to continue doing. And again, you're not talking about doing this every single day. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that's the cool part about this. Now, you know, obviously it depends on what you're trying to sell and, and all sorts of things. You might have to post more frequently, but, you know, especially if you, as you were saying, if you've got a larger ticket type of item, you're not going to, to do it nearly as often. Um, no, I mean, generally I don't like to see more than one post a day off people. I mean, there's occasions where you might post mm-hmm. more than twice a day, but uh, as a general rule, I don't want to see, mm-hmm. I, I've got people on the newsfeed who appear like seven, eight times a day. The quality right. just isn't there. They can't, right. it's one mm-hmm. good post every 10 mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, uh, and it's just. Yeah. Okay. We're the same. We're the same. It's, also, not, the same. Mm-hmm. it's, all, it's also important to think about not just what gets results, but how mm-hmm. do you want to live your life? You know, in terms right. of your business. Like, right. you know, a lot of us were in corporate jobs where mm-hmm. beforehand, where we were miserable all day in meetings. Mm-hmm. So why then do mm-hmm. things in our business where we're like, we're spending all day doing things we don't want to do, mm-hmm. like uh, spending all day in a state of anxiety because mm-hmm. you're thinking about what your next piece of content right. is. You're like, oh yeah. I've got I'm seven supposed to post today. I have to post today. I've got Ooh, seven what posts am I going to post get today? Out today. Mm-hmm. You're like, you make your first post at 9am and as soon as you post it, you're like, oh my God, What's what next? am I going to post mm-hmm. at 10? And then you're, right. you're flapping around and you get something out. And what am I going to post mm-hmm. at 11? It's like, mm-hmm. um, at what point do paying clients come into the picture? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Instead, I get my post out of the way usually in the morning, and mm-hmm. oft, a lot of days I don't make it. Sometimes I go two weeks without posting, you know, if mm-hmm. I don't have anything to say. Right. Uh, bec- but I've obviously I've reached the point where I can do that because I get enough mm-hmm. referrals, and you know, right? You know, yeah. So that's okay. Enough. You can't do that at but the start. But you're still consistent with posting, still, you know, at least yeah, every I'm still couple consistent. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still consistent. Generally, is an average probably I'm posting still three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, it's about. I get my post out of the way in the morning and then I can spend the rest of the day. Literally, mm-hmm. that's my marketing done for the day. You know, mm-hmm. if anyone messages me or get comments on that, then I reply to the comments mm-hmm. and message right. people. That's my marketing done for the day. Mm-hmm. The rest of the day I can spend serving people who've paid me a lot of money to be their customers. Right. And the great thing is that because I'm not spending all day churning out content and trying to do seven posts on Facebook and another seven on Instagram and then some on LinkedIn and then do a YouTube video and then do Pinterest and mm-hmm. TikTok and God knows right. what else. You just spent four hours doing <laughs> that. Spent- you spend all day doing marketing, mm-hmm. you're not serving your customers. Mm-hmm. So then you don't get as good results. Instead, I mm-hmm. look at it, I, I flip things on the head and go, okay, what's the minimum amount I, amount I need to mm-hmm. do to kind of have visibility and mm-hmm. separate myself from everybody else who offers mm-hmm. what I offer? Then how can I get the best possible results for as many of my mm-hmm. clients as I possibly can? Right. Not just good results, but great results. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then I can feed those results back into my content, mm-hmm. which knocks more people off the fence. Mm-hmm. It also means those people who enjoyed my working with me tell other people about me mm-hmm. and then I get, oh yeah, yeah Anna, uh, you, Anna said that you worked with her and she really mm-hmm. liked you, so can we have a chat? So then that, those people are super easy to convert because mm-hmm. you, you, know, you come pre-approved. Right. Um, mm-hmm. um, before you know it, you're not really having to do much marketing mm-hmm. at all because people come to you. I feel like if you've been in business, especially as a coach, mm-hmm. uh, well, pretty much anything really, if you've been in business longer than like a year, two years max, and uh, you're having to still work really hard to get new clients, mm-hmm. then something's wrong. You know, mm-hmm. you're not either, you've not had enough clients. Right. 
which means there's something wrong with your marketing and, mm-hmm. or, or you're not getting good enough results for mm-hmm. the clients that you do have. Because when you get great results for people, they rant and rave about you and they mm-hmm. tell everybody around. Right. And you don't really have to, you don't really have to market yourself much after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, it's something to think about. Um, obviously what I've said there may make some of your listeners defensive, mm-hmm. but sometimes people need to hear this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it comes back to great content mm. that people interact with um, because the, the key on Facebook is, you know, and, you know, they change their algorithms. So yeah. as we say this, you know, things could change. But, you know, if you write, say, two great posts a week and they get tons of interaction, whether it's likes, shares, comments, all those various things, that drives them into people's feeds, you yeah. know, and, and but if you write, 20 call or 20 posts a week that get zero mm. then they don't appear in front of people i mean you know that's Absolutely. the other thing that you know people are always thinking about with facebook and, and i i hear all the time is they say my posts aren't being seen well that's because they're not providing content that people care about and so facebook you know it you know in its algorithm says well if people don't care about this we're not even going to show it it is that catch twenty two. You know, mm. how do you get it seen? Well, it has to be great content. Well, you know, how do you, you know? And and so that's where mentioning people by name, if you can, um, you know, and and getting other people to tag you, all those various things, that starts letting Facebook know, hey, you know, Richard has great content. So even though he only posts t- three times a week, we're going to make sure that his friends see that. So we're going to push it more into their their feeds. Yeah, exactly. Um- I don't know if it's true. This is my own theory on the Facebook algorithm, but this is just born out of kind of what I've seen Mm -hmm. in real life in terms of results. But I think my theory is that there's, I think you get two quality scores and the quality score Mm -hmm. is a term I've made up. It comes from Google really, but Mm -hmm. I think you get two quality scores. Mm -hmm. Number one is the overall quality of your account. Is this an account that people seem Mm -hmm. to like in terms of the posts and engagement Mm -hmm. and discussion? I think Facebook are looking at all kinds of things like how many likes and reactions you Mm -hmm. get. I think certain reactions are worth more than others. I think Mm -hmm. that's why they introduced those six or seven reactions, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. a year or two ago, because I like care. Yeah, now we have care, whatever that means. Weird, weird thing that is. Like to me, it looks like a confused face. Like, well, yes. I know. Anyway. I always, I do. I always think the little guy's going, huh? Huh? What? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, actually, if it was that, like, like a, like a WTF, like what? The, mm-hmm. well, oh, I that know. would be a useful reaction. I'd be all I know. Yeah, that. yeah, and and a dislike. <laughs> I really want a dislike button, but yeah, yeah. dislike mm-hmm. a dislike button. Maybe like a little FFS emoji mm-hmm. or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, like, I think Facebook really Facebook. What, what Facebook are trying to do? We have to go mm-hmm. back to what the goal of Facebook is from mm-hmm. their point of view. Their goal of Facebook is to make as much money as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do Facebook make money? Well, once every six posts or so, mm-hmm. there's an ad. Mm-hmm. And Facebook make money by people seeing their ads and clicking on them because mm-hmm. they charge your advertiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do people see as many ads as possible? They spend more time scrolling on Facebook. Mm-hmm. How do they spend more time scrolling on Facebook? They see stuff that they like. Right. And then Facebook goes, how do we know if people are seeing stuff that mm-hmm. they like? Well, uh, they're interacting with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, interactions also include that that button that you said, the see more button, where you mm-hmm. said you only see a little bit and it right. opens out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interaction as well because mm-hmm. you clicked right. on that and mm-hmm. it opens up. So if people are consistently looking at mm-hmm. your post to read it, Facebook mm-hmm. know that's interested. If people see the first line scrolling by, boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people click on the photo to see the whole thing, mm-hmm. that's an interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people leave a comment, that's an interaction. Mm-hmm. So I think... In terms of like what Facebook values, if someone shares your post, I think that's at the top of a tree because it's right. like sharing someone else's post to your mm-hmm. own feed and making it your own content mm-hmm. says, wow, this is amazing. Um, I think like is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
because anyone could just scroll through and go, okay, like, oh, my, my yeah, friend posted click, that, click, go on, click, 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 click. Like. Mm-hmm. But, if you, but in order to give a heart, you have to hold down the like button and put the right. heart. That's mm-hmm. just like, I love this. I've gone mm-hmm. to extra time. You took an extra ha- time to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. The ha-ha reaction. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So Facebook did these extra things to see, mm-hmm. okay, we can now give extra juice to the extra mm-hmm. reactions. Then it looks at the comments. I think it's not just looking at comments anymore, going how many comments are there, mm-hmm. but it's also looking at how, what's the density of the comments. So mm-hmm. is somebody saying like a few paragraphs in response right. or just saying, yes, you know, you mm-hmm. know, those kind of posts where you're like comments, social media secrets below to get my uh-huh. free PDF or da-da, and it's 300 comments to say social media mm-hmm. secrets. Right. Facebook are cracking down on that kind of stuff mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. rightly that's so. That's cheating. Opinion. Because that's, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's cheating the system. Mm-hmm. Marketers ruin everything. You know, uh, as Ryan Dice said, I think uh, the, uh, the traffic and conversion thing in 2016, or whenever I went to it, mm-hmm. marketers ruin everything. Mm-hmm. So then the powers that be have to then close these loopholes. Right. And now Facebook looks at, okay, is this a proper discussion or mm-hmm. is it just, you know, 300 comments where mm-hmm. it's all one comment deep or is there a discussion where people are actually replying back to each other mm-hmm. and chatting in the comments that's a valuable discussion mm-hmm. so facebook then if you have lots of posts like that facebook says this is the kind of account that we want mm-hmm. on our in in our in our ecosystem mm-hmm. because this is going to get this gets people coming back for more it promotes discussion it gets people seeing ads right um so you have that as an overall account thing and then you have mm-hmm. overall single posts that then uh have their own quality score mm-hmm. so that facebook says okay this is a good account mm-hmm. so you've got two thousand friends we're going to show it to a hundred of those friends mm-hmm. first instead of a bad account which might be 10 of those friends mm-hmm. making up numbers here i've no idea right. what the oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> facebook sadly don't release this stuff and again no. this is all, and it this changes is all own, like we said this, mm-hmm. is, this is all my own hopefully mm-hmm. educated guesses um facebook shows to 100 people and those 100 people do nothing and nobody reacts mm-hmm. facebook doesn't show it to many more and you post right. dying mm-hmm. but if loads of people interact with it now facebook shows it to another 100 mm-hmm. and then they react well suddenly everyone's seeing mm-hmm. it and your post blows up. Mm-hmm. That's why you see these posts where three days after you posted it, it's still getting comments. Right. You're like, well, Facebook what, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facebook's showing it to more people who mm-hmm. comment and then you see it again and then you see mm-hmm. it again. Whereas you can make a post that gets a few comments initially and then dies quickly because mm-hmm. no one else in- interacts. Mm-hmm. So it's about this understanding of going, not every post needs to get loads of comments, but you need an mm-hmm. account that ha- is in good standing in general terms. Mm-hmm. So if you've made a few posts that don't get any comments, you want to make an engagement post to get a bunch right. of comments right. to then boost your account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and ways you can do that is to ask questions, to do mm-hmm. things, you know, and, and, and things like that. Well, Richard, we've only got about five minutes left and, and we've just scratched the, the surface. We so have, yeah. <laughs> obviously we, we need to chat again, but you know, the, the one quick thing I want to mention is, you know, the difference between personal and business pages. Um, you know, business page engagement is minuscule. I mean, you know, and, and that's probably oh, yeah. the, the, the easiest way to put it. I think businesses need a business page for a variety of reasons, um, not the least of which is that's how you can do paid advertising. You can't do a paid, you know, but, um, you know, and and I have clients who have business pages and we actually get pretty good engagement on them, but that is because we, you know, we post a lot of really good content. Um, But, you know, people, people just, maybe it comes down to, we buy things from people we know, not Mm. businesses. Um. Yeah, I mean, the main reason that I stay away from business pages, and as you said, you know, you use a business page for ads, mm-hmm. most about it. The reason, mm-hmm. main reason I don't try to build my business page is the engagement is just so mm-hmm. poor, or you yeah. know, because Facebook 
from what I hear, the face the, being, uh, the reach on Facebook, mm-hmm. reach being defined as you know as you know how many people does what right. percentage of people does Facebook? If you've mm-hmm. got a thousand followers, what percentage does be does Facebook show it's it to? It's like you under five anyway, percent. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like mm-hmm. one to two percent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have a thousand people following you. Facebook shows it to ten of them. Mm-hmm. That's not great. Well, right. if you have a thousand friends on your Facebook personal, Facebook might mm-hmm. show it to a hundred, mm-hmm. then a hundred more because. Right the way Facebook works is it has to keep the reach high on personal mm-hmm. feeds. Otherwise Facebook dies as a right. platform. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting any engagement and people mm-hmm. get sick of it. It's like, I'm making these posts. No one's interacting. Right. I'm mm-hmm. sick of this. I'm going to go and use, you know, I'm going to go to whatever TikTok. the next TikTok. TikTok yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no, there's a, no, there's a reason that everyone's saying, cause mm-hmm. TikTok's new. There's a reason everyone's saying, Oh, the engagement on TikTok is through the roof. Why? Cause they want to encourage people to mm-hmm. stay there. Mm-hmm. That engagement is going to drop as right. the user base oh, goes yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, but so in terms of the business page, I'm just like, why would I go somewhere where the organic reach is so low? Now, mm-hmm. the caveats to that are if you've already built up a good audience and you did it in like mm-hmm. 2012 when the, right. when the engagement was good, when mm-hmm. the reach was good, well, maybe you've now got, say, 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Well, Facebook has to show it to, say, 1% of those. It shows right. it to enough people where, mm-hmm. so, say, it shows it to 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. There's going to be enough people in that interact, then it means Facebook's going to show it to more people and right. so on. And you can make it work mm-hmm. that way. But if you've only got 100 followers, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, not impossible. It's just mm-hmm. harder than doing it on your personal. I'm like, if you've got a business page with hardly any followers mm-hmm. and you've got a personal page, why not add people mm-hmm. as friends who could be clients right. and then start posting on there? Because mm-hmm. you're going to get much more engagement. Mm-hmm. As you rightly said, Deb, people, people interact with people. Mm-hmm. If, no, if I see Deb on my newsfeed asking a question, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, well, she's asking a question. I'll interact mm-hmm. with that. I know, I know the answer. Mm-hmm. If I see Deb's super duper power hour asking a question, I'm going to mm-hmm. be like, this is obviously some business right. ploy to get uh, engagement. You know, she, this mm-hmm. isn't a real question. She's mm-hmm. just doing it as a tactic. Mm-hmm. So then I don't answer because I feel like you're trying to mani- manipulate me. Right. And that's really the, one of the problems with trying to do this sort of this sort of uh, this sort of method organically on a business page, people see businesses as businesses and interact mm-hmm. with them with a level of suspicion. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and you know, if you have a business page, obviously, you know, you you need to to be using it too. But you know, the the key there is, and and you know, on your personal page too, respond when people post questions. Mm. One of my biggest pet peeves in the world is when I go to somebody's business page. And basically, I'm saying, hello, I would like to spend money hmm. with you. And I get crickets. Nobody responds. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm on to the next business. Next one, yeah. So, you know, and, and same thing with, with your, your personal page. You know, if, if somebody says, hey, Richard, tell me more about your program, and you don't respond, not only did you lose that potential business, but they're going to tell people, don't bother asking. Yeah. Um, you know, and, yeah. and so, you know, really, it is about that engagement, about that interaction. Hmm. Um, and you know, and, and really being a, that trusted resource for people. I believe in every area of life, not just business, you train people for how uh, you want them to treat you. And you mm-hmm. kind of, um, I think that it's not just, you know, tell me more about your program or mm-hmm. tell me about your business, but anything they comment. Like mm-hmm. when I've, I believe if somebody does, like kind mm-hmm. of, it's a bit Pavlov's dogs this, but if somebody does what I want them to do, I mm-hmm. want them to reward them for it. Right. I don't want to penalize them for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've had it numerous times myself. Like uh, I leave what, at least what I think is an intelligent comment, you know, like mm-hmm. not just like the odd moronic Great. comment, like, yes, I Good. agree. But, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Lol or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I, I leave, I, I take some time to think about a comment and I, mm-hmm. I, t- I type out a few sentences that I think is thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And then the person responds to, it feels like the person responds to everybody but me, mm-hmm. or they just don't respond to anyone. And then it comes across as like, Oh, they think they're too good to respond or right. they can't be bothered. And you're just like, mm-hmm. well, I made, I made this comment. 
and I'm not sure if anything got anything out mm-hmm. of it. So why did I take the time typing it? I'm not going to bother next time. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you, especially for new people on your feed, like if, if someone's been commenting for ages and then they don't get a comment back from you, mm-hmm. but we normally do, they're not going to be too bothered. But right. if someone, because obviously they've seen the history mm-hmm. over time, but if there's a brand new person who's never commented before, you want to reward them, even if they just say nice post mm-hmm. and you like you you like their comment, right. you reply mm-hmm. back with you acknowledge you know, them. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. You know, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take you much to do that, but then they feel rewarded. Mm-hmm. They feel like, oh, it was worth me doing that. They're mm-hmm. now more likely to comment next time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, Facebook is more likely to show them your post next mm-hmm. time as well because you've had an interaction. Right. Right. Well, oh my gosh, Richard, like I said, we have to do this again because, you know, there's, there's so much more that I want to talk about, like, you know, why you choose Facebook over the other platforms. Um, you know, we, I want to hear some specific examples of, of, you know, things that, that people have done, you know, all these things. So we'll, we'll get you on the schedule again, but until then, tell people a little bit more about what it is specifically that, that you can do in the services that you offer. Uh, okay. So it depends whether that were the business, um, Mainly in my highest level program, which is the ecosystem we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. I'm helping coaches. There are some exceptions. Generally helping coaches who have some kind of you know, decent priced offering to sell okay. where you get like, you know, you get a transformational result. You take, you take mm-hmm. someone, you, you help people make a valuable change in their mm-hmm. lives. I tell you, I show you how to make those kind of daily posts on Facebook okay. where, um, you make those posts, you build that brand over time. It doesn't always have to be a long time. Sometimes it can be fast, mm-hmm. but you build that brand over time. People end up in your inbox. I show you how to convert them. And now you're making sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my highest level program. I've got a lower level version of that, which mm-hmm. uh, is called the Facebook copywriter, where mm-hmm. you can, uh, it's essentially, it's a self-study course where I show you basically oh, okay. all the stuff I've learned about copywriting mm-hmm. in the last you know, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And you go through the videos yourself as a private, uh, mm-hmm. a private Facebook group where you can ask questions and a live mm-hmm. Q and A every week. So you can get some support, but it's not like the highest level program where I'm going right. through every post mm-hmm. and giving you feedback on every word. Mm-hmm. And we're having one-on-one calls, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But you no, know, for at a lower ticket, a lower priced element, you can go through that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I'd recommend if people want to check out the copyright side of things, I uh, do a free five day challenge, mm. uh, which shows you these, these I've got four types of posts I do on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, which kind of fall into this, what we've been talking about for the last mm-hmm. hour. If people want to learn how to write those, I do a free five day challenge every six weeks or so mm-hmm. in a private Facebook group. So if people want to find out that, uh, best place to go to is, uh, go to my Facebook group, magic mm-hmm. source for coaches, uh, oh, sorry, magic source for online marketers. I forgot my name, mm-hmm. my own group there. Mm-hmm. And I basically, I announce it every time it's happening. So you can find out when the next one is, I'll send you the link and you can go cool. join up. Uh, but yeah, otherwise go, go there or go to my website, magicsourcemarketing.com and you can find out more stuff. There's a blog on there, lots more content. You can find my stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Great. And yeah, I mean, the easy thing that we can remember is, Hey, we're, we're looking for that magic sauce. So magicsaucemarketing.com. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this has been absolutely delightful. Do you have any final words that you want to leave everyone with? Um, the other thing, the other thing that's been, I've been thinking about recently is, um, if you've been trying to figure out, well, how can I make this thing work? Stop trying to, I would say, stop trying to chase after, okay, what is the right way to do things? Tell me what the correct method is. Should I post three times a day or once a day or seven mm-hmm. times a day? Or should it be Instagram or Facebook? Mm-hmm. Start figuring out, okay, what is the right way for me? What is a, how can I stand out from everybody else who's doing okay. what I'm doing? How can I have my own unique place in the world? Whether mm-hmm. it's on Facebook or Instagram, doesn't matter. How can I show myself as being unique from everybody else? Mm-hmm. That's when you're going to start having results. I mean, that's the, literally the first thing in our program that I talk about on how to get that for you. Because mm-hmm. until you've got that, it doesn't matter what strategy you're using or how often you're posting, you just come across as the same as everybody else and you get ignored. 
I love it. I love it. Well, I've really been having a great time talking with Richard Fletcher. Can't wait to do it again. I'm Deb Creer, and everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.